0: friend, are you in a working season? Are you sprinting full speed ahead, hustling towards your goals? Are you trying to navigate taking steps of progress when maybe all the circumstances aren't in your favor? Did 2020 leave you spinning, but you're finally ready to refocus and rise up? In this episode, my friend Brittany Jones interviewed me and asked me all the juicy questions as I reflected on my experience and perspective from 2020. Uh, let's just say hustle was the name of the game for me last year. And although I'm in a really different season this year, and I cannot wait to fill you in on all that God is teaching me, I want you to know me better and where I'm coming from. And more than anything, I hope this conversation blesses your heart and leaves you with some encouragement for pressing on and showing up as your best self despite the chaos of external circumstances. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted, and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, Let's process this journey and grow together.
1: Thanks, Michelle, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes, me too. Um, So let's just start off with why I thought you would be um, a great person to kind of kick off my podcast with. Um, I'll let Michelle kind of tell, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself and um, then we'll jump into our conversation.
0: Yeah. Um, well, my name is Michelle Hyatt. I'm a stay at home work from home homeschooling mama of five here in the Orlando area. And, um, yeah, just on a, on a growth journey just to be all that God has called me to be and really, um, just loving the process.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you have to, right?
0: It is a process.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to talk with you, especially because, um, as you know, you know COVID came this year and kind of really threw some people for a loop, um, myself included. And I kind of took this last year, 2020, to um, and and the year prior, but a lot this year to really dig into um, just the word and what I felt like God was calling me to um, for this upcoming year for 2021. And um, one of the things that I feel like I was shown, is that um, I kind of let the ball drop this year. Um, I let the pandemic, I let COVID, I let quarantine kind of stop me in my tracks. And as I'm scrolling through social media this year, as I'm, you know, attempting to move forward and, and just move in some sort of normalcy this year, I noticed that you, my friend, were doing, in my opinion, such an excellent job of being consistent and just continuing on and pressing through. And I was so inspired by that. Um, As you know, I reached out to you just a couple of weeks ago, kind of telling you all of this. Like, I I just love that you, um, there was no like stopping point, at least from my perspective from you. And so I was hoping you could just share with those people that are listening, kind of what, where you were mentally at the beginning of all of this, um, what you feel like God has been showing you this year, just kind of a recap of 2020 for you, um, from your standpoint.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This has been quite a year for everybody and, um, you know, everybody's response has been different. And I know for me, just like everybody else, I remember at the beginning of the year, as far as social media is concerned, everybody was just so ready to be over 2019, like, bring on 2020, let's do this, a new decade, everybody was pumped up for 2020. And then coronavirus came. And it just left everybody in kind of uh, chaos in a a huge sense. There was just kind of the shaking that happened and how everybody responded it feels like from my perspective, there was like two like sides of the spectrum. There was those people that like sped up their life sped up and they were just like busier than ever. And then there were those that just slowed way down and almost stalled out and just kind of got stuck. And, um, so for me, it was just like everybody started the year off really strong, was excited and pumped. Um, when, one of the, one of the goals that I had, my husband and I had this year was to, to go on a date night every week. That was one of our new big goals. We've been married, uh, 16 years now, and we've never really done that with five kids. It's not that easy just to get out all the time. So that was one of our goals is to prioritize that. And so we were rocking it out on our weekly date nights. And I'll never forget this was, um, when things were just starting to get pretty intense, um, with the coronavirus at this time, that's what they called it before COVID, before it was even COVID, um, uh, We were, the restaurant was packed. We were actually even sitting at the bar and we're just talking and things were just starting to shut down. You could just see this whole thing, this whole situation spiraling out of control. And we were talking and I was looking at him and I was like, babe, what are we going to do? You know, thinking about our businesses, our our family, what are we going to do? And he looked at me and he just said, the cream always rises to the top. And... I understood what he meant because (laughs) back in 2012, uh, we actually lived in the mountains of North Carolina on 33 acres in the middle of nowhere. And we had dairy cows that we milked every day. And by we, I mean, he milked every day (laughs) and it was quite an adventure. But the point is, is that if you've ever dealt with raw milk, if you've ever dealt with like raw, fresh dairy, you know, that if you let it sit, the cream rises to the top. There's so much so that there's a distinct line. You can see the visible difference between the the cream and the milk. Um, And it's just, it's in that settling that that's where the cream rises. And I just felt like, okay, we need to settle in and this is our time to rise up. I just felt like um, it was time to step up and to continue what the Lord had put on my heart, the path that I had, but even to, to amp it up because Um, I just felt like it was the right thing to do. And so that was kind of, that encompasses every area of my life as a wife, as a mother in business, kind of the perspective and the response that I had initially, but don't get me wrong. There was, there was a big shaking that happened. I mean, we understood from the beginning before there was even the, the, the phrase new normal, which I hate that by the way, same. Um, I was actually saying that before it was even a thing. I was like, guys, wake up. Like, this yeah. is not going away. Everybody was kind of in vacation mode. Everything shut down and went into quarantine right at the time of spring break. So everybody was really kind of embracing it and just in vacation mode and chilling out. Um, Me, probably. I just, I just felt like, <laughs> oh, no, guys, like, this is not the time to let your guard down. This is not the time to go to sleep. This is a time to wake up, to step up, and to rise up. And, and so that is just after we initially kind of felt shook and, um, you know, th- there's just a trembling that happens when you are a business owner, when you're an entrepreneur and you have businesses that you're running and children that you're feeding, there's, there's, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but all in all, that was kind of our response. And one thing that's just talking about the whole milk analogy and thinking about that, it's got to bring this up because when we li- lived in that homesteading season. Um, I also was making homemade butter, right? And I'll never forget the first time I made it. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. I did a YouTube video, but I literally took and laid out the cream off very carefully into a mason jar. And the first time I ever made it, we just shook the jar. And that's how you make butter. You literally take the cream and you agitate it, you shake yeah. it up. And the butter separates, you know, from the buttermilk and you end up with butter, it changes form, it changes shape, but as, as precious as the cream is with all of its good fats and vitamins and minerals, the butter is even more precious, you know? And so I just believe all in all that through the shaking, through the agitation that this year has brought, this is our time as women of faith, as believers, as entrepreneurs, as mothers, as, as fathers, as husbands, as brothers, as sisters, as all of it, this is our time that we can rise up and make something beautiful even through the shaking,
1: if we just kind of embrace the process, you know? Yes, I do know. I made, not to like take away any of the big things from that, that you just said, but I actually made butter at the beginning of quarantine myself. (laughs) I'd never done it before. It was like something fun and new to do. And it's such a great analogy because um, you're right. Like, that the agitation like I'm thinking about it in in this season right now you know it's just gotten cold here in Florida and you know we've had to prune back some trees so that they can grow here in the spring when when the warmth and the sun comes back so I love that I love the idea of um, you know unrest and unsettled for the purpose of something really good So talk to me a little bit about how you persisted with your businesses specifically, um, because our podcast, this podcast is going to be for entrepreneurs for sure. It's definitely something that um, I want to talk about, but you know, you actually started a business in the middle of a pandemic. So you want to tell me a little bit about that? (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. So to be straight up, when all this happened, Like my husband was, we were, we understood the gravity of the situation and we understood that this was not just like a little thing that was going to go away, that this had huge repercussions and that was going to be felt for a long, long time. And so understanding the bigger picture from the beginning, um, we were just like, oh my goodness. And initially we kind of thought our income is like, it's gone. Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Right. And so I believe though, in every situation, it's just an opportunity for growth, Right. And I think that's how we have to look at it as entrepreneurs. We have to look at every challenge, every struggle, every situation and say, how can we grow? Where's the opportunity in this? Because there is opportunity if you look for it. And so um, in that, in that mindset of thinking like, what are we going to do? How, how can I help? Like, it felt like more important than ever that I step up in the things that I'm doing. Um, I was walking in the driveway one day and kind of praying about it. And I just thought, I'm going to start handcrafting liposomal vitamin C. So it was just one of those things. I was looking at the situation. I thought, all right, everybody is struggling right now. There's a lot of fear and there's a lot of concern, understandably so, with COVID. Vitamin C is one of the most important things that we all need. This is a solution to what other people need. This is something essential, right? And everything is just boiling things down to to what is essential and what's most important. But there was nobody else in all of Orlando doing anything like that and for my family, it was getting hard to come by. I was trying to order vitamin C and stock up for my own kids, and I couldn't find a good source. I couldn't get it in a timely manner, so I just thought, hey, I'm going to make this, handcraft this for my family. It's fresh. It's pure. There's nothing else like it, and I'm going to offer it to the community of Orlando, and at that time, I thought that it could potentially save a life. Honestly, if you understand what it is and how it works, I I really thought that this is going to be really helpful to other people. This is going to meet a need. This is going to support people. Well, not just my family, but those that I'm in contact with. And, um, I really thought, Oh man, this is, this is a great idea. This is going to like go viral. Nobody else is doing it. And, um, it didn't exactly work out like that. (laughs) Oh my goodness but that was like the initial thought and it was really spurred out of it for us a deep necessity like i honestly thought when i started this business um this could be putting food on the table Mm -hmm. for my family you know and that necessity never ended up that was never the case or the need for it thank the lord Mm -hmm. but i think as entrepreneurs we have to think like this too there's just such a balance because i'm a big believer in a lot of senses as pick one thing and go all in You know, if you chase two rabbits, (laughs) you're not going to catch any of them. A lot of times you can get spread too thin, especially as a woman, because if you're a wife and you're a mom, you're already spread thin. You're already juggling all the things. And so when you add multiple businesses in there, it can get complex and it can hinder your performance and your productivity and the success in that. So typically I wouldn't advise to have two businesses that you're actively growing and building. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what I did anyways. And um, it was hard, really, really hard. It's been hard (laughs) But it's been an incredible, incredible journey because when, again, just understanding in this season, the value of having multiple streams of income, my husband was always like, man, it's better to have a bunch of lines if you, you know, just putting a picture than just a couple because you can just see what bites and what works, you know, so that was just kind of something that started on a whim and really spurred out of COVID and just that (laughs) that whole thing.
1: Yeah. You know, they say that, um, invention is built out of necessity. So like you find a problem and then you solve it and now you've essentially invented something. And while you may not have invented vitamin C, um, that that's so great. Like, I love that you looked at what I personally looked at as a huge challenge and a barrier to continuing business and, keeping that momentum going. I love that you saw it as a challenge and an opportunity. And I think that's really what was most inspiring to me. um, Just watching you kind of pull that off in this season um, was, you know, I took a little note out of your notebook and was like, okay, I can be like Michelle. I can keep going, you know?
0: But here's the thing. This is the thing I have to just say so much is that like, When I look back at 2020, I feel really proud of how I showed up. I feel really proud of my response and I'm thankful for that because I know that it was what I was supposed to do, but everybody's different. And this is the whole thing is that you have to know your season. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because like what's right for me may not be the right thing for you. And for me, it was time to like, get hyper focused to put your nose to the grindstone to just get to work. It was time to get focused and get to work, cut out distractions, cut out the noise and just move and do what I can do. Because in these situations there's, you know, I'm sitting around and I'm looking and I'm, I'm kind of frustrated in general with the way I'm seeing a lot of, um you know, I guess I would say probably women, moms, other people responding because you know, everybody, there, there's nobody that was exempt from the repercussions of, of, all the circumstances of this year. It's been a lot, but how we respond is up to us. And there's just a lot of complaining, a lot of frustration, just a lot of, you know, of course there's joking and I've, I've been a part of all of it at different points, but it's like, Hey, there are things that we can't control, but what can we do? You know, I think it's important to always ask ourselves, what can we do? And that's our responsibility is to, to be in alignment with what God is calling us to do, whether it's a season of rest. One of my best friends went the opposite spectrum. She literally cut everybody and everything out of her life, went into hermit mode and went into doing some deep inner uh, like restorative work in her heart that she needed to, needed to do, needed to heal in some areas. And now she's coming out of that season and is feeling amazing and stronger than ever and is ready for the next step. Um, for me, it was the opposite. It was a working season for me and I was just supposed to work hard, push hard, and just be a light and, and, and walk in that courage, you know?
1: Well, I think you did that very successfully. I would definitely say that you are a little light for me and, um, like I said, just really inspired by your ability to just press on. Um, I love that your friend did the opposite, though, because that's kind of I feel like maybe where I landed was a little bit more in the take it easy season. Um, Do you think homeschooling your kids and like that piece of it not changing quite so drastically? Like, for example, my kids were home for like six months. (laughs) That's not normal at all. So do you think that was a factor in being able to kind of press forward and kind of keep that ball rolling?
0: Yeah. You know, I think that I definitely had an advantage in the sense that I already homeschool. Like one of my favorite quotes is like the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home because my home is, is a sacred place for me. It's where we work. It's where we do school. It's where we live our lives. I mean, we, this is our spot, you know, so being home, um, we're used to that, but I have to say it doesn't matter whether you're homeschooled or not it was just a different season and everybody felt it. It was just more challenging. Now those challenges look different for everybody, but it was definitely felt there was definitely more pressure. And um, so I do feel like there was an advantage in adapting to that, but it was one of those things. This is where I feel like having a strong sense of focus, you know, came into play. And I think we have to be so intentional about that because the louder the world is and the more noise that there is, um, the more we have to really focus on the things that matter most. Um, because where we focus is where we're going to put our energy and we have the opportunity and the choice to focus on the good. And those are the things that we're going to see. I mean, the perspective and the meaning that we put in life is up to us. We get to choose that. And, um, we have to just make sure that we're doing the right thing. So for me, like, for example, social media, oh my gosh, what a Uh, exciting (laughs) to be positive experience it's been because I I talk about that because I build my business mostly online. So I'm very present and I am seeing all the posts and all the memes and all the things, but yet I'm trying to do business. So I have to constantly, I have this in my face all the time, but for me, it's, I have very, um, you know, I'm aware of things. I have very strong opinions. I have very clear thoughts on everything that's going on. But, but the right choice for me personally was to not put my energy towards that because putting my energy towards drama, towards debate, towards, um, anything that wasn't going to breathe life into me was not going to be beneficial. And one of the biggest things that I just would remind myself and that I would speak is to protect my peace. You yeah. have to protect our peace, um, especially in, in the times that we live. And I think it's just always true, but I, I think that's a key, a key thing.
1: Yeah, how how did you do that? Like, can you give us some examples of kind of protecting your peace, or like what did you lean on? What did you turn to during this year? Yeah, was there something specific that kind of like was a mantra or a, like a life verse or something that you kind of held on to this year.
0: Yeah, I don't know that there was like one thing specifically. I mean, it's always God. It's always I mean, He's He's the rock. Sure. He is you know, yes. everything is, is shaking. He's the thing that keeps us standing firm and that keeps us aligned with his will and, and the path that he's called us to. Um, I think that daily habits, I know, like we're kind of on this topic of consistency, but I think that honestly consistency is in so many ways, it's the secret sauce to success. It's not fancy. It's not glamorous, but consistency is key to progress. It really is. There's no way around it. It's not necessarily fun and exciting, but that's just what it is. But along those lines, like daily habits are so important. You know, they're just getting up every day. Um, yeah, I was pretty faithful with getting up every day, praying, staying super focused on my goals, reading affirmations. Gratitude is huge. These are just like daily habits that kept me grounded, kind of where I would start and finish my day and, and it kind of end cap my day with these these things um and just prayer and moving my body I mean I think just the most simple thing just walking on the treadmill running that is huge to changing your state and keeping a good attitude and just kind of keeping your head in the game because we have to really fight to keep our head in the game always in life and in business um but even more so when we're faced with with an uphill battle
1: yeah well you talked a little bit about your goals um Do you have a, I know you said consistency is kind of the secret, but do you have, like, what does your game plan look like with your goals? Do you set everything out like six months in advance? Do you, are you kind of a week by week person? Like, what's your strategy? Because you're very successful in my eyes. Like, I see you through the lens of social media. Obviously, we're friends in real life. So I get to see you, you know, from that aspect too. But through the lens of social media, like, you're you are doing all the things you you are in multiple avenues of business so how do you kind of keep it all straight what's what are your goals and your planning what does that really look like
0: yeah well I didn't know anything about goal setting um something I've really learned about the last few years how to do it like effectively mm-hmm. and what that looks like and I know this sounds crazy but this is probably mm, a couple of years ago I was on the beach walking and listening to an audiobook, and I actually wrote my eulogy, right? So that's bizarre. Me. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> I actually wrote my eulogy because this is the thing, is like when you think like at the end of my life, what do I want people to say about me? What yeah. kind of wife do I want to be? What kind of mom? What kind of what 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 do I want to leave behind? And when you have that like big, big, big vision as you make decisions in life, and as life happens, it's easier to decide and see, okay, this is a distraction. Okay, this is going to help me move towards who I'm supposed to be and the goals that I have. Um, It's easier to determine that stuff. But I kind of wrote that out as bizarre as it was, I did that. And then I um, at this point, things are always changing and always evolving. (laughs) I have like a five year goal, I just kind of have a vision for the next five years. And then within that I have, um, I would say, and I write them almost as affirmations kind of as if they've already happened or as if I'm already in that place so that when I read them it's just really affirmative um not that like, I hope to do this or I wish to be this. It's like, no, I am an exceptional wife and blah, blah, blah. Like whatever, whatever that is. Um, and so, yes, I definitely have goals and I re- usually read those once a week. I kind of have this time of just reset once a week. I'll read through my goals. It's about 10 of them. And it's just kind of my way to just realign myself and make sure that I'm on track. But everything that I do in the day to day, like every habit and time block and kind of the way I try to keep organized all um,
1: supports those goals and all pushes me towards that, if that makes sense. I need you to teach me a class. Like, we need to sit down together and you be my little guru on this. because uh, No, <laughs> it's so funny because, again, like,
0: things are always changing and evolving. Yeah. Um, I'm actually having uh, – I'm actually in a big shift right now. Um, it's so funny because we're talking here, reflecting on 2020 – The last year specifically, uh, you know, last couple years, I've been very consistent. I remember last um, New Year's, about that time I was going over my goals and looking at it. And it was kind of like, oh, we'll make a few tweaks here. But it was kind of one of those things. It's like, continue the course, like just press on, keep keep going. Um, And so then COVID happened and there was a shaking and it sped everything up. Everything just went fast paced. I've, I've been in a really deep working season for me um in my life and it's been okay because the home has been in order because for me like my greatest success is to my family first if my marriage isn't right if my children are not okay like if, if everything is not in order in the home like nothing else matters it's not because that's my priority you know and everything's been in great order and there's just been a grace for this season so i've been very focused on work and and forward motion but now here I am at the end of the year and, and looking ahead to 2021 and um, the Lord is shifting things around. So I am in this kind of, kind of uh, just turning over and it just so much good. Um, but he's always moving. Life is evolving. Business is evolving. And we just, the most important thing is that we want to be where he wants us to be. We have to be true to what we're supposed to be doing, whether it's a season of work or a season of rest, we need to know that. And we need to stay faithful and consistent to that process, whatever that looks like. And there's not a right or wrong, because again, everybody's different and unique. But I think the whole point is that it's important that our flow in life isn't determined by the circumstances around us, but that it's determined by what God is leading
1: us in, right? Yes. That's so great and so much harder. Set, so much easier said than done. Am I right? Um, because you do, in a sense, you know, there's the verse in the Bible that talks about being um, tossed to and fro by the waves around you if you're not set on solid ground. And thankfully, you know, we do serve a God that never changes. And the circumstances of life always do, like you're saying, Um in that change
0: or do you like how how, like do you typically like change or do you resist it
1: I feel like it depends on the thing that's changing so like we moved we bought a house and moved this year that's a really positive change it's our first home like so amazing and, and that was such a blessing that we got to experience that this year of all the years like we know that Um, just people have not had such a great year. And and a lot didn't change for us. Um, That was one of the things. And obviously, that's great. Um, Of course, I could name you a 100 things that changed that I didn't like too. (laughs) So, um, you know, it really just depends. But I think I'm, I adapt well to change and I'm open to it. Um, I don't know about you. But for me, it's like, if I know God's in it, then I can handle it. Like I can, I'm, I have a much better obviously like um, attitude about moving forward in that change. If I can like see God in it Um, it's those things that I don't want to deal with or I don't want to change that um, that obviously become a little bit harder to, to handle. So through all of this, you've got five, Right. Five kiddos at home. Tell us their ages. And um, how are they handling this season?
0: Yeah, they've done great. So I've got one boy and four girls. (laughs) So we are just having birthdays like right now. So my oldest is just turned 13. And the youngest is newly three. Okay. So we, are, we are hitting some preteen stages and um yeah, we're just growing even as a family. This has been a really transformative and transitional year for us. Um and they've done really, really well. And I told them this is the thing, like whenever COVID happened, I- I'm really open with the kids because we're a family, like we're a team. And I think it's so important to have unity. I think it's important to be vulnerable and real with your kids, you know, like if you're struggling, if you're scared, like it's okay to let them know like, Hey, mommy, mommy's struggling. Like we're having a hard, like we're, we're figuring things out. But at the end of the day, like we're together, we're a family, we're a team. Like I, I refer to us on the daily as team Hyatt. Like that's who we are. And I let them know, I said, Hey guys, um, we're, we're in a weird spot. We don't know what's going to happen with business and mom needs to work and dad's going to be working and we're going to be figuring things out and we need you guys to help us. We're in this together. And so we need you to step up when it's time to step up and give grace when it's time to give grace and whatever that looks like, like we're in it together. And, um, it's a beautiful thing because it's in these moments as parents, you know, I think if if you're a mom or a dad and you're looking back at the year and you're almost just feeling guilty, like, man, I feel like I failed my kids or I feel like I haven't been there. I've been too, like whatever it is. It's like, no, it's, these are the times It's these these circumstances, it's the challenges of life that forge character in our children. If we're willing to be real with ourselves and be real with them and, and yeah. just embrace it, you know? So I'm just a big believer in walking this out together. And so they knew like, this is a working season and they, they stepped up. We all stepped up together because, it was just one of those things. Like as a family, we just had to rise up and work together and do what we had to do. And, and my girls help stir the vitamin C when we're making it, like everybody plays a, a part and a role because we're a family. And that's just, that's just how we roll. And it's good for them. It's good for them to work. It's good for them to be a part of a bigger vision.
1: Um, I totally agree. So
0: they've done really well. And this is the thing too. Uh, I just, I, I said this a lot as I was sharing, um, on Facebook or on videos, I just felt like this was a season of grace. You know, we need, we needed more grace and we needed to give more grace to others. It was just a season where more grace was needed and required. And at night when I would tuck my kids in bed, I would just pray. I'm like, Oh Lord, just, would you just um, cover any areas that I'm failing them or, or the holes, you know, or weaknesses or whatever cracks are, whatever is there, Lord, I just, just cover it with your grace, Lord, and just cover this season. And I felt that so strong. Like he is so faithful. Like I knew that there was everybody. I went to bed every night with peace, knowing that everybody was okay and everybody was taken care of. And ultimately it was because of God's goodness and his grace. Um, But as 2020 progressed, I felt like there was a little bit of a transition to a season of grace to like, all right, like it's a season of courage. Like it's time for us to like, like, let's get real. This is where we're at. Let's not like mix words with where we're at. Like we got to step up and have courage because I think they both just work together. And so moving forward and courage is so important in life. Always life takes so much courage. Don't you just feel like that? Like every day, whether you're in a season of rest or work, like every day, you know, one of my affirmations is that I rise up daily in courage, no matter how I feel, Mm. because it's never a feeling. It's not a choice. Courage is ultimately a choice. And there's even a quote that I was reading recently. It just said, um, oh gosh. How did it go? Yeah. Train your mind to be stronger than your emotions or you'll mm-hmm. lose yourself every time. Meaning that like, you know, courage, our emotions, our response, it's all a choice, right? Yeah. We can't be, we can't be led by our emotions. And so um, I just feel like looking back at 2020 from a, st- as a mother and just in general, grace and courage was absolutely
1: essential. Yeah. Do you have a specific example or was there a conversation you had with your kids or something around this courage, this idea of courage? Because I know, and you know me, like I've been a little bit more bold this year in my beliefs and what I feel is right and kind of standing up for what I feel is justice um, even doing this podcast is like a huge leap forward and courage for me because I did feel like it was something that God has been calling me to, that I've been too scared to pull the trigger, too worried that it's not perfect, like making all the excuses as to why I can't do it, especially this year. Um, so did you have a conversation? Was there a moment when your kids were, you know, fearful or where you had to explain like what's going on in the world to them, you know? I know as a mom, this, it, I just kept telling my kids, like, this is unprecedented. Like, this is not normal. Like, <laughs> this doesn't
0: happen. I tell the kids, he's like, guys, we are like living history right now. Like, totally. we, are, we are living it. Yes. So they're, I mean, they're definitely aware. Um, we want them to be aware, but they filter everything through us. You know, they're very protected. We don't have the news on all the time. They're not inundated with the world. They're not, you know, and I don't want them to be. Um, we get to choose what they what they understand and we just we just get to be their filter you know as their parents we get to help influence them and i feel like if there's not i I can't think of one specific conversation i think it was just regular conversations daily conversations you know i homeschool the kids so every morning we we have bible time together it's kind of that that time where we it's, it's almost like a huddle and i just honestly this is, to me, the whole heart of homeschool. It's so much more than a grade and that kind of thing. Because I never thought I would homeschool. Never wanted homeschool. Homeschool kids were weird. I wasn't homeschooled. <laughs> but it was. it's just been a great fit for us for so many different reasons. And now that I have older ones, just to see the fruit of those choices uh, and, and how it served our family and, and who these young men and women, my, my son, my, this young man and these women are, it's It's amazing. But it's, it's really about the influence. And I feel like this is why it's so important as for us to keep growing and to digging deep and to pushing because our children are watching us. They're watching us. And there is that phrase, you know, more is caught than taught. And we have to lead by example. And I get to be their number one influence. I get to be their number one mentor, their coach. Everything that I'm learning and growing in, I get to pour into my children. And even though they don't personally know a lot of hard things in life and a lot of struggles and trials, they understand and their mind is open to that. And I hope that whenever they deal with the real world, as they get older and are, are, are set on their own, that they'll have the resilience and the strength um, from the conversations that we've had and
1: from the the experiences that they've had as a family. Yeah. I love that um, more is caught than taught. That is something that is kind of a new to me phrase and it has resonated very strongly with me this year, especially because I think from the aspect of fear and all the, like you said, drama, news, whatever, swirling around this year, I mean, like you said, you can only really protect them. To a certain degree like they're gonna they know right like you at least like we have we've had these conversations with the kids they're aware of what's going on in the world to a degree um but they see how we respond they see if we're um you know allowing the fear or allowing the circumstances of the world around us to dictate or define how we act or how we respond. Um, They do watch. (laughs) My oldest, as you know, is 16. And um, it's really, it's actually really fun in this stage. And I'm sure you're starting to find that with your oldest as well, seeing them becoming adults and becoming these people that you know, will go out into the world and will interact with others and hopefully be a light, hopefully be Jesus to other people. Um, it's really fun, actually, to sit back and kind of get a front row seat to watching them blossom into these really cool individual people of their, of their own, you know, of their own will. Um, so true. Yeah. How have you and your husband kind of navigated? I know you said you guys were doing date nights. How's How's marriage life during quarantine? Have you guys gotten sick of each other yet? (laughs) No, thankfully that, um, (laughs) I think I would
0: maybe have, I think I'd have some stories to tell if he was like stuck at home. Cause I don't think that that would have been hard. (laughs) He can't like sit still, but fortunately he he was able to continue working. This is the thing in business. Like from the beginning, as soon as we realized what was going on, we realized that, we had to pivot and adjust and shift. This whole year has been wherever you've been, you've had to shift and adjust in some way. And the quicker you did that, the quicker you were able to adapt and, and, uh, shift as needed, the better for you for that circumstance, for that business. Um, so that being said, one of the things my husband did is he was like, well, like he has a, a retail store and he started uh, selling essentials. He started selling hand sanitizer and gloves and, and things that were essential to people. So he kept his doors open, kept serving the community and kept rocking along. But man, it's, it's a lot. I mean, it was very, it, it was, it's been, um, it's been a really good year for us, but it's definitely been a lot of, um, there's definitely been higher levels of stress, you know? Um, and we have been really faithful with, with our date nights this year. And like I had mentioned in the very beginning, I mean, we've never really made that commitment to go on regular dates ever in all 16 years of our marriage until this year. And it was really him pushing that. And I'm so thankful because there's not one week where we don't have excuses or we don't feel tired, or there's not a reason why we could not do it, but we've been faithful with that. There was a time, you know, when everything shut down, um, that, that, that time we were at the restaurant and I looked at him, I'm like, what are we going to do? And he said, we gotta, we gotta rise up. We gotta be the cream. When he said that, that was the last week before everything shut down that week. I mean, everything shut down for at least a month or two. I mean, there was no restaurants, no nothing, but we continued to, we just got out of the house and we would, you know, get some kind of food and we would just get out and spend time together. But that was really, really important for us. Um, to connect in that way. Because during the week we were working really hard and then we would just stop everything, just laugh and have fun and hang out and just reconnect on every level. And that is one of the most important things that kept us grounded. I think that when you're in a season like this year where there's just a lot of chaos around, um, and just a lot of, a lot of stress, a lot of extra stress, no matter, even good stress is stress you have to be more intentional about the things that matter most. And I'm so thankful that we've been very intentional about that because I know that, that this has been a very, um, for relationships, it's been a very revealing year. It's been a year that's made people and it's, it's broken a lot of relationships as well because, you know, in these times it's like everything just rises to the surface and, um, again, I think that as, as things come up to the surface, it's our opportunity to take it and work through it and deal with it. Um, Because if we don't, it can really cause harm, you know, to those relationships. So it's been for our marriage. It's been honestly amazing. We've gone on more dates than we ever have in our life. We've, we've gone on a ton of mini trips. We've had a lot of fun, made a ton of memories. It's been the thing that's kept us so grounded because In marriage, unity is everything. And when you're going through uncharted territories, being one and being unified is really, it's everything.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I love that you've essentially chosen joy this year, it sounds to me. like um, That's what just kept coming in my mind as you're saying that. It's like you chose all along the way. You've made these choices to elevate the things that are the most important to you, press on, just stay in the word, stay close to the people that matter the most to you, um, and just build on those relationships. So while that's all well and good, and I'm super happy for you and your family, I'm curious, was there hard stuff this year for you? Has there been anything that the Lord's been showing you or you know, anything that you think could benefit someone else to hear today?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think wherever you see fruit on the other side of that is a a deep sense of growth and and brokenness, right? And so there has been so many sleepless nights, so much stress, so many tears, so many every day, just waking up like, oh my gosh, Lord, like help me. Like I need your strength. And then getting on the treadmill and running and moving my body and getting my pumped up and and pushing through the hard things I think the whole um I can't think of anything specific like a specific moment or occurrence that's just been like oh this was that hard moment I feel like every day just took everything to dig deep and to take all the grace but to take all the grit that you could muster up and to move forward because it's not easy growth is not easy But it's beautiful and it's never even about the thing that you're doing it's about who you become in the process you know no matter what business that you're doing no matter what season that you're in it's who you're becoming in that process and to truly embrace that it's it's uncomfortable and it's hard and um it's not easy but it's worth it and even gosh somebody shared the other day all these quotes like you know do do the hard things in your life will be easy You know, it it just it's just every day getting up and choosing to do the hard things when you know that they're the right thing. And I think that before you can be consistent with anything like I mentioned, I think clarity is really key. Like you've got to have clarity. And the thing is, is that as you move and you take action, more clarity comes. So you have to have clarity, first of all, as like, you can't even be doing anything unless you know what you're supposed to be doing. And then once you have clarity, you have to start moving. And as you move, you'll have more clarity and you'll see the next step and the next step. But every step you take, it's really a choice of courage. It's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's a choice. But when you choose courage and you walk in obedience, there is so much fruit, so much growth and so much that that just, it's, it's so meaningful. It's such a meaningful journey and a meaningful process. Um, so I feel like this whole year, when I look back, um, it's been a a great year. It's been an amazing experience. It's been really hard. It's been really challenging. There's been a lot of growth. There's been a ton of work. Um, but yeah, it's just, gosh, it's been everything, but I think so much, it was just kind of how I chose to make it, you know, I could have just whined and complained and felt sorry for myself. Or there's always things that we can find to complain about. There's always things that we can find to be thankful for. It's what we choose to do. And I just was like, I, I'm not going to let the circumstances of the world and the noise around me and, and, and the opinions of others rock my world. At the end of the day, I'm going to, I'm a big believer in you do you. And, and, For me it was it was time to step up to rise up and to get to work and that's what that's what I did that's
1: awesome well looking forward to 2021 I think we'll kind of close out with this what's going on what do you what's in the works if you can share anything um or where can people find you where you know what's going on with Michelle Hyatt for 2021
0: yeah oh man that's such a good question um I'll tell you what, everything is, <laughs> I have really good clarity for this year. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm working through embracing some change in my life. I'm kind of in a pruning season where I'm just looking at everything in my life and anything that is not bringing life, anything that is dead weight, I'm just releasing it And I'm reengaging in some new things and some new things at the home. Um, And and so I'm just kind of in this transformation, uh, headed into a little bit of a slowdown before a shift, which is kind of bizarre. And the Lord told me just the other day, because I was kind of fighting it because it's, I love work. It's easier for me to just keep going and keep moving forward than to like slow down. Like even after I have a baby, it's like most people are in bed and they're just, laying there cuddling for weeks and letting everybody pamper them and nursing the baby and bonding. And I'm like, all right, like, let's get back on track. Like it's hard to sit and be patient and to wait, but the Lord is really slowing me down. And he was just kind of showing me, you know, when you're driving a car, you don't turn a corner at the same speed as when you're driving on the highway, right? You have to slow down before you make that shift. And so he is doing a new work in me. Um, I'm really excited about all that's to come. And really, I'm looking forward to a lot more growth and inner growth and just sharing that along the process. And that's really my heart is just to live life to the fullest. I want to be all that God has called me to be. I'm like, Lord, give me eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to obey. And as I walk in obedience, the things that I learn as I build business, as I, um, pursue a a wonderful marriage as I serve my family and raise my children, all the lessons that I have, I just want to share them and and be authentic and vulnerable and pour them out with others. So um, that is kind of the journey that I'm on. I'm excited for some shifts and some changes. And it's so funny as everybody's kind of ready for the new year, probably ready to get focused and back on track and start moving. um, The Lord is shifting me in in a different way. And that's why I feel like it is so important wherever you're at, whatever you're going through to just seek clarity right now as we're starting the new year, just to make sure that you're in alignment with what God has for you, whether you work, whether you rest, whether you start a new adventure, whether you tweak, you know, and and just shift slightly with what you've already got going, whatever that is, just make sure that you're on the right track and don't look back. The only reason you need to look back is just to see how far you've come. Anybody, every single person that's listening to this should be able to look back at the year. And no matter what you went through, no matter how much you feel like you fumbled and fell and failed and struggled, whatever, it doesn't matter. You need to seriously give yourself some major credit for making it this far and for how far you've come. And um, just be thankful for that. But, you know, moving forward, just know that every day, is a new day. It doesn't, there's nothing magical about the first day of January. There's nothing magical about the first month of January. Every day is a new day and we have an opportunity every day to choose to walk in righteousness, to choose to stay on the path that God is calling us to, whatever that looks like. And it's going to look different for everybody in each season. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for, it. I'm excited for 2021. I'm excited for, um, change and more, uh, just growth and new things. Um, I'm, I'm here for it. And I'd love for you to join me, um, right now at the moment, uh, you can find me at nourishingmichelle.com or on the YouTube channel, nourishing Michelle. That's really the place that I'll be just kind of pouring out my heart as I grow and, um, and just partner with you guys in this, in this journey.
1: I love that. Well, thank you so much for giving me your time today. I really appreciate it, girl. Um, yeah, I love talking with you and Michelle is, you know, on the vitamin C. Um, she's got some cup, amazing cupcakes that you can find out about that she didn't even get a chance to talk about today, but they're delicious. Um, and you have CBD, right? That's the other see your other baby. Um, well, thank you. again. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, so I was just going to say, yeah, everything
0: I do, I'm just all about like providing natural solutions that support people just to feel their best, healthy and happy from the inside out. Like things that are simple and, and help us just be the best we can. That's
1: what I'm all about.
0: That's awesome.
1: So thank you again, Michelle. I really appreciate your time. Um, I hope you have a super successful 2021 and I'm really excited to see what God has in store for you this year. Thank you, Brittany. I appreciate it.
0: like mama so leave a review hey mama real quick before you run off and do all the things if you found value in today's conversation it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast i know you know how precious time is the biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review this helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home so head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mom podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect.